0: What's up, listeners? It is podcast time, and this is the podcast, Builder versus Buyer. Um, and I am the host, Adam Steiner. This podcast is dedicated to the home building industry, hopefully in some small way, making it better for both builders and buyers through advice and education. Man, I still feel like my intro is wordy. If anybody's like a wordsmith out there and can help me punch that up a bit, I would really appreciate it. Um, I feel like there's there's a way to say that better in fewer words. So hit me up. Um, yeah, today I wanted to talk about when to involve a builder. Oh, also before I get to that, how's everybody feel about the later release, the later time frame? I've been posting most of these in the mornings, but um, recording here in the evening, posting in the evening. Does it matter? Does anyone care? Uh, let me know. Um, today I'm going to talk about when to involve a builder in custom designing a home so i've the early part of my business the start of this year i was primarily working with a couple um home builders, contractors as my primary clients. Um, and so they, I was working for them hourly. Um, some of that has shifted where I'm I'm actually hand, handling a few more custom clients now. And they're in the process. They want to build their dream home. They're in the process of looking for land and finding plans and getting a builder and all that. Um, so I've mentioned this a couple times in the podcast, but it's just resurfacing now. I thought it was worth an entire episode to just Lay it out there, my thoughts and feelings on this. And um, yeah, this is just if I had a friend building, this is exactly what I would tell them. I know not everybody agrees with my stance on it here, but I'm just going to go for it. So when to involve a builder, I am a huge, huge fan of involving a builder early. Um, I would pick them alongside your designer architect. And I think if they've worked together before, that is just such a great benefit if they work together consistently, even better. Um, because then they're speaking the same language. Um, and then what I love, why I love involving a builder early is they are ultimately responsible for cost. So it's just such a big question mark out there. When you design a custom home, you have an idea of a budget. You talk to your designer or architect and you say, this is my budget X number of dollars. Um, What, you know, can you design something around this? And they may have some tools and some helpful um, estimating, um, you know, software, or um, they have a a program internal system where they they can spit out a number of what they think. But really, um, the one who really knows costs and is really cares about it because they're going to be responsible for it is your builder. Um, So that's the big factor of why I like to involve them early. All right. So what does this look like? Practically what, what am I doing? Why do I care as a a home designer? Um, So what I will typically do, even on my very first conversation with a client, um, ask them, do you have a builder picked out? Who's your builder? Um, If they don't and they want to proceed, I I would educate them in this, um, but I would... um, after that first conversation, then quickly call their builder. Say, "Hey, this is this is their budget. This is what they're telling me for square footage. Am I on track?" Just very, very general um, thirty thousand foot view type stuff. But just so that what they thought they heard from their builder when they met with them is the same thing that they're telling me in those meetings. Not that I don't trust them. It's just dotting all I's and crossing T's really helps. And then as I as I proceed in the project. Um, if I do secure this client as one of my personal clients, then I will start to open a dialogue with their builder. If I, if I haven't already worked with them. Um, and so I will ask them questions like what, what's the joist system you typically use in your homes? Um, are you stick framing or trussing the roof? Um, for mechanicals, what do you need a mechanical chase? Are you running the mechanicals all the way up to the attic? What size is that chase? Um, little things like this to just really help make their lives easier. Um, And I'll communicate this with my client as well. Like I'm going to talk to your builder about these construction methods. Um, And then when I'm speaking that builder's language, I I just am a firm believer that you're going to get the best pricing. Cause the, the alternative to this is you hire architect or designer, they design you home. They design you a home and send you the floor plans, and then you send that to builders to bid. Um, so what those builders are all going to do, you know, you pick three to five, maybe it's 10 that you wanted to talk to, you want a price from. They're all going to look at those drawings and throw a number to it, obviously. But what here's what happens behind the scenes. Here's what that builder is dealing with. And let me let me pause here and say, there's, there's a threshold in which this changes. So if we're talking... Midwest dollars under a million, um, for either your house alone or house and land, you know, somewhere in that ballpark, but under a million and and you're dealing with semi custom to maybe a little bit custom builders. This is the area I'm talking about. There are builders in our markets that are over a million dollars. Treat the project, you know, very, um, it's, it's like a commercial project the the drawings and details are at a different level when you get, when you get to that size and scope. Um, and the contractors bid it at a different level. So I'll get into that a little bit later. But so I'm talking to people mainly under a million here. And so when you send it out to bid, you send it to your builder, they're gonna look at those plans. And as a builder, it was it was frustrating to bid plans from outside architects and designers. Uh, What we ran into a lot were things like this. A quick example is the type of windows that designer architect specifies. Usually the plans are a little over detailed for that stage. So they will specify a window brand, rough openings, sizing, everything like that. So let's say the architect has specified Marvin and we, as a builder, we would already have a relationship with a window manufacturer. Let's just say Pella, um, So our relationship with the window manufacturer is tied to a certain supplier. That's who we ran. Most of our accounts through, they only service to this one type of window. And in this example, we'll say Pella. Um, And then any other window we wanted to get, we had to go to a new supplier. So then when we're bidding a plan um, that has a different window, when they have Marvin specified and we only deal with Pella, um, that's at a minimum frustration. And if somebody's frustrated when they're bidding your house, it's not a great scenario, um, but at a minimum frustration. And then more so, it can cause time and energy to undo what has already been specified on your plan. The builder is forced to then, they either call you back as a client and say, okay, your architect specified Marvin, we only deal with Pella, are you cool with that? You know, Can we switch them out? Can we do like for like? And sometimes that's fine, but sometimes the the architect, you know, sold you on the Marvin windows, and you think you you need them at at this point, and there's the specific style that only they can get. And so then we as a builder then have to find a new supplier. Yes, we have relationships with other people in town, but we had to find a new supplier. Um, we didn't know their pricing. Usually, if you're doing one offs, so you're not getting great pro- pricing. There's not any like volume discount or you know special relationship there where you can really hit on and, and get a good dollar. So then the home is actually costing more than what it would be if we just specified what that builder wanted from the get go. So if you and that's just Windows, if you multiply that by every feature in the house, if, the, if that's the level your plans are taken to. Is every feature in the house is really dialed in and then and then the builders gotta through the bidding process either undo that, re-educate, or find new suppliers. Like this is how your cost in your home creeps up. Um, and then I think builders can sense like if you're taking your plan to five other builders or 10 other builders, there's less incentive for them there. Okay. I've got a 10% chance to get this client. How hard do I really want to work on it to bid these drawings and to bid it accordingly? You know, this is something we don't usually do. It's a bunch of trades or suppliers. We don't usually deal with, do I really want this job in, in the first place? And so again, you can see how that, that cost can, can creep up on you. So the route i'm suggesting is let's talk to the builder very upfront let's just use round numbers we want to build a house for $500,000 then i'll say okay let me call your builder they want a house for $500,000 they're thinking 3200 square feet you know maybe finishing a little basement cool we're on track and then i'll send them that first round of, of drawings you know making sure i do match um What's on the plan? Their their joist spans with the type of joist that builder likes to use. All those little things. Um, so then the builders seeing something they're they're used to, familiar with, um, and yeah, it's it takes a lot of trust to only send your plans to one builder. You know, maybe you do want to send it to another just in case, just to keep them honest. Um, but I, if you found a builder that you really trust, you you can confirm through, you know, testimonials or friends that have built with them or just their reputation that they are going to build you a quality product, then, um, why, why waste your time going, going elsewhere, doing this whole, this whole drill? Um, that's my two cents on the subject. Um, and then I think it really helps. Two, just with a tone through the project that like everybody's working together. We're on the same page. We're here to figure out problems as they arise. Instead of you hear a lot in the industry, like the the handoffs can be kind of abrupt, you know, between architect and builder, and then does you know the the builder never talks to the architect. So then, if something happens, you know, do they even? bother to call. Like these are just the questions I would have if you, if you didn't involve a builder early. So, um, with all of these, there's more that I could say. I feel like I could ramble on forever. So I'm going to try not to, I, you know, I had a goal early on to keep these to 10 to 15 minutes. I feel like lately they've been creeping up in length, but that's okay. Um, it's not a bad thing. So let me end with this. If you want to reach out to me, I am on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. LinkedIn is my name, Adam Steiner, S-T-E-I-N-E-R. And then Instagram and Facebook, it's at Burnham Design Co. B-I-R-N-A-M, Design Co. Please tune back in on Tuesday for some more fun in the building industry. And as always, thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for the music.